Welcome to another edition of the Volunteer State. I'm Blake Topmeyer alongside John Adams and Adam Sparks of the Knoxville News Sentinel. We all survived Saturday's game against Georgia. Tennessee did too. They didn't win. They survived. Live to fight another day. They'll have South Alabama this weekend and a chance to garner bowl eligibility ahead of that regular season finale against Vanderbilt. All right, guys, you've seen now Georgia up close and personal against Tennessee. We've seen them you know, throughout the year from afar. Seeing them against Tennessee, what did you think? Is this, I mean, they're the number one team in the land, but they are, are they far and away the favorites to win the national championship? Because we've now seen Tennessee play Alabama and Georgia. So what did you think of the Bulldogs in person? Yeah, I mean, uh, this is this is sort of a broken record, but if Georgia doesn't win it, uh, Alabama, I think, would be the team to knock them off. I, I do find that there's a little bit of a second wave of judgment on Georgia, at least in my part, and I've, I've heard others to have this take, is that, you know, they've been the best team for a while now, and we sort of have penciled them in as in the national t- as making the national title game, that I'm suddenly now start trying to pick them apart. So... You know, are they good enough offensively? Uh, you know, they're phenomenal in defense. Are they good enough offensively to win the national title? Yeah, probably, but maybe not. Is Stetson Bennett good enough quarterback to lead a national championship team? Maybe, but not sure. I, I tend to think if they were peaking later, then there wouldn't be much judgment at all about Georgia. But I try to have a wider perspective and say, yeah, they're, they're the best team in the country. But until they beat Alabama... I'll wait to see if they beat Alabama. I think uh, a couple of things about Georgia. Obviously, defense is outstanding. I think in in other years, last year or the year before that, Alabama last year, LSU the year before that, super team, super offenses, Georgia couldn't beat those teams. This defense, as good as it is, couldn't slow down those offenses enough to win. But when I look at the field this year, all the contenders – There's no super team out there. All these teams look vulnerable at times. And that's why that's convinced me. The competition has convinced me, yeah, Georgia might very well win the national championship with what it has. There's some other things, though, that bother me about Georgia. One of them is uh, running back. Kirby Smart will not let go of Zamir White, the former five-star, tore up his knee twice, one knee and then tore up the other one. Nice straight-ahead runner, can break a tackle occasionally. But James Cook is a dynamic running back, and you saw that against Tennessee Saturday. He does opposing defenses a favor every time he hands a ball to Zamir White and not to James Cook. And he's got a guy that's hurt right now, Kendall Milton, who may be just as good. And if he comes back, Georgia's got great depth at running back, but he's, to me, he's playing, he's playing the wrong guys as lead running back. And I think Georgia needs some, it needs some big plays. James Cook can give them big plays. And I know it relies heavily on its tight end, but gosh, I would try to give him, I would try to give him even more opportunities. He is a great player, the freshman tight end. What's the Brock Bauer? He does everything well. He's a lot faster than you think he would be at his size. If the ball hits his hands, it stays there. And he can block too, and he breaks tackles. 
I, I know they throw, I and mean, he's our leading receiver, but I would try and get him the ball more, and I would put James Cook in there. So I think there are ways Georgia needs to make its offense better in these last few games. Yeah, I came in, you know, expecting to be blown away by Jordan Davis, who's receiving some Heisman hype, the big nose tackle, and he didn't play all that much. Got banged up there in the in the first half, played sort of sparingly in that game, and, and my attention quickly shifted to those Georgia linebackers, even even without. Adam Anderson, their sacks leader, entering Saturday. He's suspended indefinitely, may not play again this season. Even without him, that linebacking level of their defense, it's just it's what you would expect from an Alabama linebacking core. You got N'Kobe Dean, who I thought was just a total menace on Saturday. You have Quay Walker, and then Channing Tindall, who doesn't even start. John and I were talking about this on our other podcast, SEC Football Unfiltered. I mean, Tindall, he had three sacks. In the second half of that game Saturday, Hooker three times forced a fumble almost single-handedly into two scoring opportunities for Tennessee. And like I said, the guy didn't even start. It's just their, their linebacking core, to me, impresses me so much, and it reminds me of one of those vintage Alabama national championship teams. Here's the thing. Georgia's defense can carry it so far. I, I think there's probably only a couple of teams in the country that could that could do enough to uh, to – overcome that defense. I mean, that, that Georgia gave up 17 points against Tennessee. That's the best offense that they have faced. It's not going to be the best offense that they do face, but honestly, Alabama and then uh, whoever they were, they were, they will meet in the college football playoff. It's not going to be head and shoulders above what Tennessee can do offensively. So if the, if this Georgia team can keep a team to 21, 24, regardless of who the opponent is. I think that offense is good enough to win the national title. It's just that's going to be a big question mark until they play somebody well offensively. All right, guys, let's let's change gears and and move move ahead here with, with Tennessee. The Vols at, at five and five. We've been talking for a couple weeks now. Opportunity to get to seven and five, which I think for all of us, you know, seven and five versus six and six, that changes your perspective of the season a little bit. And I think it also changes maybe what type of bowl game you could could end up in? We I, I saw uh, some folks on hand from the the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl uh, on Saturday for the Georgia game, and I know they weren't there evaluating Georgia. <laughs> uh, they were there getting a look at at the Vols, and of course Tennessee was in the Gator Bowl just two years ago. But from listening to those folks from the Gator Bowl talk on Saturday, they they'd have interest in in Tennessee if if that shook out, you know, a particular way. So. You know, Adam, I know you've been looking at, at this in your coverage. There, there's a tier of basically six bowl games that Tennessee's going to end up in, in one of the six. Um, break that down for us a little bit and and um, any insights, you know, a little early here, two games remaining, but any insights on on where this this uh, Tennessee team could be headed in the postseason? Yeah, so there's a few tiers here. you gotta you got to take off the top three or four teams in the SEC out of this discussion that involves Tennessee. So Georgia will go to the playoff. Alabama may go to the playoff, but the next team below that, whether it's Alabama or or somebody else, goes to the Sugar Bowl. Then after that, you have the New Year's Six Bowl, which could be a uh, an at-large spot, let's say, for an Ole Miss. And then after those three spots, uh, presumably, are filled, then the next team goes to the Citrus Bowl. So we're talking about anywhere from three to four SEC teams right off the top. After you get those uh, off the uh, off the board, then you go to a group of six bowls. This is where the Vols are going to are, are going to end up, especially at seven and five. 
at six and six, they could slip below this. But if they're at seven and five, they for sure get in this group of six bowls, which supposedly have or are even in the uh, selection process, uh, picking an SEC team. The six bowls are the Texas, the Liberty, the Music City, the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl, the Outback Bowl, and the Duke's Mayo Bowl. That's the one in Charlotte. Common sense says that Tennessee, if all things being equal, would end up in the Music City, the Liberty, or the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Uh, those are uh, proximity-wise, those make sense. Uh, Music City Bowl wants Tennessee really, really, really bad. Uh, the Liberty Bowl has not had Tennessee since the mid-'80s, and they would also love to have the Vols. They thought they were going to have them last year. Charlotte makes sense in terms of proximity, and there's been a number of uh, bowl projections that put them there as well as the other two. I've seen some projections that put uh, Tennessee in the Texas Bowl. That would be more of a, a good matchup. Um, or it could just be Tennessee's the last one in the group, and they need to stick other teams in uh, in better spots. Um, I'd be surprised if they went to the to the Tax Slayer Bowl because, as you mentioned, they went there a couple of years ago. Years ago, they try not to have repeat teams, you know, within two or three years. Um, they could go there though if it, they'll be one of those six. Outback, I would doubt it. Outback, even though these six are supposed to be pretty even, Outback is usually maybe a half a step above the others, at least unofficially. But Tennessee will be in a group with probably Kentucky, Arkansas, Mississippi State, Auburn, uh, and then Tennessee would be the fifth out of those to fill those six spots. And then you've got Missouri and Florida. One of those, they'll go head-to-head, so one of those could make it. South Carolina, LSU are hanging on to, to hope that they get in. So if Tennessee seven and five, they'll get one of those six bowls. If they were to go six and six, there's a chance they could slip out of that group and go to the uh, Birmingham Bowl. But it all depends on what happens at the top of the playoff and how many teams get uh, get bowl eligible out of the uh, out, of, out of the SEC. I, I think it'd probably be ten or eleven teams total. I just think there's um, the Music City Bowl to me would be the favorite. It's just an easy trip for a lot of Tennessee fans. Obviously, Tennessee recruits that area heavily. However, I think there's a little more prestige to Florida Bowls, like the Gator Bowl. It's been not just because it's been in existence longer. I just think from our team perspective, when you ask, if you ask a Tennessee player, where would you rather go? Would you rather go to the, to Nashville or, or Memphis or Florida or anywhere in Florida? I think they'd say, Anywhere in Florida, there's more per diem money in it, if nothing else. But mm. Florida sunshine resonates, even if it's on a cloudy day. It's going to be warmer than those other players. I think from a player perspective, and players don't probably have much. Uh, I don't know why I'm even bringing this up, because I don't think players get to make this decision. Well, I think there are a few competing interests here, because uh, sometimes a coach does – you know, inform the players of where they stand. And if you roll out those six bowls, uh, the players may say, which are saying we'd like to go to one of the Florida bowls. Josh Hoppel, if that was the case, would maybe at least pass that on to Danny White as AD. Hey, my players would like to go to the, one of the Florida bowls for, for what it's worth. The, the, another interest there is Tennessee in terms of marketing and fan base. Uh, I know this for a fact. They are really, really, really targeting the Nashville area. They think there's a real big opportunity in terms of season ticket sales, in terms of a lot of things to grow the fan base in Nashville. Now, recruiting on the staff, 
there's a, a big emphasis on trying to get into Memphis. And so you've got coaches, I think, that would see Memphis as maybe a priority. I think you would see the um, administration marketing, seeing Nashville as an opportunity. Players maybe would like to go to one of the Floridas. Charlotte makes sense for, for obvious reasons. That, that may also make sense in terms of a, of a matchup. You know, I've seen Clemson could maybe go there. That's kind of up and down depending on the week. Clemson, Tennessee would be fun. I've seen Virginia Tech slide into a few of these as an ACC opponent. Virginia Tech against Hendon Hooker would be hmm. would be entertaining, to, to, to say the least. But a lot of it depends on matchups. And the SEC, people have to understand that whenever we project these and try to figure these out, the SEC takes the teams that are in that pool, and then they take the opponents in that pool, and they reshuffle them and see you know, who, how many they can fit in the right spot. And so that's why sometimes it's a little unpredictable. Yeah, if you go back to 2019, that sort of provided some insight into this process because you have the the bowl, the six bowls from this tier, you know, kind of put forward their preferences. The schools put forward their preferences. And then the SEC kind of has a voice in this matter as well. And it sort of shakes out from there. But you go back to 2019 and there was some confusion for a while. You guys remember there's confusion about whether Tennessee was going to the Music City Bowl or whether they're going to the Gator Bowl. Initially, Brett McMurphy, who never gets stuff wrong, he had it wrong. He reported that, that Tennessee was going to the Music City Bowl. Well, that wasn't just out of left field. I mean, Tennessee was within a, a mosquito's whisker of going to the, the Music City Bowl until at the 11th hour, you know, they both wanted Tennessee, the Music City Bowl and Gator Bowl. They both wanted Tennessee, and it was sort of up to Tennessee, which one which one of the Vols won. And the Vols were, they were about a step and a half in on the Music City Bowl. And then on the 11th hour, there was a pivot. And it's like, oh, no, no, actually, we want to, we want to go to Florida. We want the Gator Bowl. And so all of a sudden, then they were, they were headed to Jacksonville. And so you see just how messy this process can be. And Tennessee's a, it's a good draw for a lot of these bowl games. I mean, it's, you know, some conferences, they just go down the line by like record. If you're the fifth best team in the big 10, you go to this bowl or, or what have you. The SEC doesn't exactly do it that way. And some of it, you know, from the bowls perspective, they want a team that's going to draw. Well, they want a team that's going to put butts in the seats. And I think Tennessee sort of has an advantage there to sort of, you know, maybe punch above its record a little bit and kind of call it shot. Because I think these bowl executives know that they know Vols fans are probably going to travel. And I think that helps Tennessee maybe, uh, like I said, have a little bit more of its say in, in where, where it plays in this bowl game. Yeah, and I will say that the oddball in this group that I didn't mention too much about is the Texas Bowl. I've covered the Texas Bowl maybe a couple, couple three years ago and Vanderbilt went there. That's an odd one in this group because it's I believe it's a 9 o'clock Eastern kickoff and it's on January 4th. So you get all these bowls that are going, you know, like between the 27th and December 27th and December 30th. Some of them are at like 11 a.m. or noon. And then you get this game that is well past New Year's. You're just waiting for the college football playoff and you get that game as a night game. It's not exactly the one you would want, but a few projections have put Tennessee in the Texas Bowl. For people listening, you say, why, why wouldn't they just put Texas A&M in the Texas Bowl? Well, they played there two years ago. So you have to have those considerations. Tennessee played in the Gator Bowl two years ago. Um, and the Outback was Ole Miss and Auburn the last two. So you're probably not going to see them go there. The Dukes Mayo had Kentucky two years ago. Mississippi State was in the Music City two years ago. So you have to consider who's been there recently. And they tried to 
not have the same teams, you know, go there within a couple, a couple, three years. Tennessee, as you mentioned, went to the Gator Bowl two years ago, but they haven't been to the Music City in five or six years. They haven't been to the Liberty since the mid 80s. They haven't been to Charlotte, although they did do it one of those uh, season kickoffs uh, games at Charlotte just a few years ago. Haven't been to the Outback in a long time. So it's sort of it's sort of wide open for Tennessee of of, of where they could fit and, and they could easily end up in any of those uh, any of those six. I'd kind of like to see Tennessee in the Duke's Mayo Bowl against North Carolina. You're on the Mac Mac Brown bandwagon, aren't you, John? Yeah, I like Mac, but uh, yeah, it'll be one of those 45, 41 games. When I look at it, to me, I mean, I take Arkansas goes to the Texas Bowl. To me, that would be a logical choice. I'd probably send Mississippi State to the Liberty Bowl and uh, put Kentucky. Did Kentucky go to just go to the Music City Bowl? Uh, uh, no, they were in the Gator Bowl last year. Yeah, Kentucky went uh, four years ago to the Music okay, City. Okay, so Kentucky could have them. Kentucky in the Music City Bowl, and then that uh, frees Tennessee for one of maybe the Jacksonville or uh, you know or Charlotte. To me, uh, maybe Charlotte would be a good destination. I mean, do you think recruiting in in the Carolinas is a is a factor in this at all? I don't think so. Um, yeah. I mean, you you can certainly go and get players there, but I don't I don't think they're they're plentiful. Um, I mean, if you're looking at from a recruiting standpoint, you want to go down to Florida and you want to go to Memphis. Um, I, I don't know that Tennessee's going to hit Texas uh, very hard, but yeah, that, that's where you would go. You would want to play in Memphis and you would want to play in Florida. And I don't even know how much how much difference that makes too. you know, the funny thing is sometimes teams will go to bowls and they will, they will sell that to a recruit. Hey, look, we're playing somewhere around where you're at. And they'll tell your family, look, we play, we're playing in a bowl just down the street from you. Not telling that family because we're playing here this year means we probably will not play here again in three to five years. <laughs> so, well, so some, it, some things are best left unsaid. That's right. That's right. It's, this is the same process that, you know, tells tells four different guys that they're all going to start at the same position. So recruiting is, is is not an exact science. Yeah, I think that recruiting thing is so overblown when it comes to bowl games. I think that mattered a lot more in like the '80s and '90s. You got you're in town for a week, and you're you know you're going to be on the front page of the local sports section, and you're going to be talked about on the local news. You know, if you're in the Gator Bowl, you're going to be you know, they're going to have a little segment on you and the Jacksonville nightly news. I mean, does that stuff matter anymore? Like you can read about all these bowls on the internet. And if you ask a, a recruit in North Carolina, Hey, do you know where they play the Duke's Mayo bowl? I bet you 90% of high school kids in North Carolina have no clue what the Duke's Mayo bowl is. <laughs> so I, I think that yeah. recruiting thing, it's like from a bygone era of like, Oh, we want to go play in a bowl game there and, and get in front of recruits. It's like, yeah. These recruits got television, right? They got they got their phones. I mean, they're they're all watching clips on their phone anyway. I, watching I think, the nightly news. I think it's also outdated, and I'd say this because Josh Hoppel mentioned a little bit in passing today, but I think it's a little outdated. Also, the the value of all these extra practices for bowls. Yes, you get bowl practices. That's that's somewhat of a positive, but. I think usually you just get guys doing doing walkthroughs and then one hard week of practice and it's at the end of the year they're worn out. I've heard coaches say that for the for years publicly that this is such such a huge deal that we got, you know, X number of practices. And then they tell you, whisper to you off the record, 
like, ah, we're worn out. We don't even want to do any more practices. These are pointless. We're sitting guys out. We're just letting the freshmen go through a few reps. And I, I wait and see when we get in December, there'll be a lot of talk of how, how valuable that is. Uh, the truth is that, that, that usually um, pushes spring practice back even further and, and, you know, doesn't really make that much a difference in my opinion. Let's do a survey here. Who who would you, if you had to pick a bowl right now, what would you guys pick? I'm probably uh, a little biased here because of what my connections are, but uh, either the Music City or Liberty. Music City is pushing hard. If they get their choice, that's what they're going to get. Liberty should have had Tennessee last year, and they didn't. So I'm going to say it's going to be one of the two in-state bowls. Yeah, Liberty's wanted Tennessee for like three decades, and they were finally <laughs> going to get him last year. And Tennessee thought so much of those extra bowl practices. Jeremy Pruitt got COVID, and Tennessee said, well, we're just going to quit the season. All of a sudden, bowl practices didn't matter anymore. So, yeah, it would be it'd be sweet for the Liberty Bowl if Tennessee sort of does actually come through and play that game this year and, and not quit. But I don't think that's going to happen. We can all say these six bowls are on the same footing. I think we all know that's sort of wink-wink. They're not. Um, and I, I just don't see Tennessee falling to the Liberty Bowl. I think it's either the Music City Bowl or back to Jacksonville, frankly. I, I think those those Florida Bowl games hold more prestige, fair or unfair. They just do, and I think Tennessee would be tempted um, but tempted by a trip back to back to Jacksonville. The fact that the, the Gator Bowl folks were there on Saturday tells you they have at least some interest, and, and Tennessee brought a pretty good crowd two years ago. So, yeah, I, I guess I would probably, you're looking for an answer, John. I'm going to go slight lean to the Music City Bowl. Music City Bowl is my 1A prediction. My 1B prediction would be back back to the Gator Bowl. Well, I'd go with the Music City Bowl. I'm pretty, yeah, I feel pretty good that it'll end up in the Music City Bowl. And Adam's kind of, he gave me two answers, but one of those is the Music City Bowl. <laughs> so, so I think we're putting him in the Music City Bowl. And the thing about the Liberty I don't normally feel sorry for bowls. Why would you feel sorry for a bowl game? But, I mean, the Liberty's wanted Tennessee for so long and wanted them so badly, and the fact that it never gets them tells me, well, look at the track record. It won't get Tennessee again. By the way, guys, for all the uh, – I'm sure we have some Dan Mullen haters listening to this pod. Um, think about if Florida got to 6-6. Six and six. I think they'd have to beat Missouri maybe and what Florida state, if they get to six and six and all the teams that could get bowl eligible in the sec got bowl eligible, then Florida would not be looking at one of the Florida bowls necessarily that they could actually drop to the Birmingham bowl, which is the next tier or get this. If everybody was eligible, they could actually drop to the Gasparilla bowl, which is where the sec is like a third alternate. Imagine Dan Mullen coaching in the Gasparilla or the Birmingham bowl. I've seen some projections that have the Gators and the Gasparilla Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Florida's sitting there at five and five, same as Tennessee, and so they could both finish it at seven and five. But I think, you know, I think if you're a bowl executive, who's more likely to show up and put some butts in the seats at a bowl game? A, a, a disappointed Florida fan base if they get to seven and five. I mean, they're not going to show up for some bowl at seven and five, even if Florida wins the next two weeks. I mean, that. This is a disappointing season for Florida, but for Tennessee, you're one under Josh Heupel. I think Tennessee fans would be excited by a seven and five team playing in a bowl game. So yeah, if you're a bowl executive, you're shipping the Gators on down the river to the 
the Birmingham Bowl and and taking taking somebody else. Yeah, and we were saying how you know recruiting necessarily isn't affected tremendously by which of the bowls you go to, right? If you're in Florida or Nashville or whatever, maybe it didn't make a huge difference. But if you're Florida and you're playing in Birmingham or the Gasparilla, I, I tend to think that has a negative effect on recruiting, and they've had a few negative effects on recruiting lately. If you're playing in the Gasparilla, uh, you know, two or three days after uh, signing day, that's that's not good for the Gators. I don't think the Gators want to play in a bowl game. So the way they're playing, I think they want this season to be over. So you might consider that when you're laying down your bets this week, guys. Might not want to bet on the Gators. You guys know where the Gasparilla Bowl is? It's out west, isn't it? I'd say it's in Shreveport. (laughs) I thought it was the Shreveport. That was the old Independence Bowl, right? Yeah. Yeah. now, Uh Now, the Gasparilla Bowl actually is in Tampa, Florida. So maybe that'd be a good fit for the Gators. Just keep them there in Florida. Send them off to the Gasparilla oh, Bowl. That that's one of those. Er, that's one of those early bowls, isn't it? I mean, really early bowls. Or am I I'm wrong? Really testing my expertise on the Gasparilla. I thought it was like on December twentieth or something. What is the Shreveport Bowl now? I don't think it exists anymore. Does it? So, I mean, somebody's going to fact check us listening to this, but I, I, I think I it's think gone. the bowl game might still exist, but it's not in the SEC's rotation. I think the I mean, the Independence Bowl still exists, but it's not. Yeah, it's for sure the, not the, the SEC. SEC. Got got out of that. All right, guys, we'll uh, we'll continue to monitor this in the weeks to come and find out where Adam will be headed uh, in December or perhaps January for a bowl trip. But Vols got to get there first. Host South Alabama on Saturday. Chance to gain that sixth win and get bowl eligibility. You can find all the coverage of that game on knoxnews.com and we'll be back here next week thanks for listening to this edition of the volunteer state